Turn with me to the book of Exodus, chapter number 19. I'm excited to get into the Word of the Lord. I pray that I don't uh, stay too long in the Word, uh, but just long enough. As the saying says, I don't want to preach too long, but I want to preach long enough. Amen. Uh, I know that um, as long as I've been in the ministry for several years, I understand that lots of times that the people uh, can't take uh, you know, the preacher can handle it a lot better than the, than the people. And sometimes the, uh, the saying goes, he said, when, you, when I lean forward, you lean back. And when I lean back, you lean forward. And that's preaching with the preacher. But the, po- the, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes when the preacher leans forward, you lean back. And the preacher leans back and they don't come back with you. When they don't come back with you, that means, hey, maybe it's time for me to, to uh, you know, Let's have an altar call, you know. Let's pray about this. Uh, so it's just like a, I put, I, 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 I send it out, and you bring it back. But when you don't put, when you don't put it back, Amen. That's my cue. Amen. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter number nineteen, verse number twenty. If you're there, say Amen. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai, on the top of the mount. And the Lord called Moses, or the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mountain, of the mount. And Moses went up. And Moses went up. I want to preach for just a few moments here this afternoon on when mountains don't move. When mountains don't move. Lay your Bibles down. Raise your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you've already done in this service so far. But, Lord, I know, God, that you're not done yet. And I pray today that you'll anoint my lips of clay, that I may speak as the oracles of God, anoint our ears to hear and uh, receive it and apply it to our lives. Lord, we are forever to praise you and glorify you for all you're doing, Lord, in this place. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You all can be seated in the name of the Lord. When mountains don't move. When mountains don't move. Oftentimes, we understand that they are, are things throughout our lives that we can conquer and we can go through. Many of us have faced situations and things and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord has intervened and the Lord has come into our lives and has moved and has ministered to us and, uh, and, and touched us and blessed us. And we know that there's times that when God steps in and He changes the situations in the moment uh, in the, that we pray and God comes into our lives. But there's sometimes in our lives when we face situations and circumstances and things come into our lives that um, uh, no matter what we do, seems like they never seem to go away. They never seem to change. And uh, we learn here in our text how, how the Bible says uh, that the Lord came down upon the, the Mount Sinai and, and on the top of the mountain and called Moses to come up to the top. And the Bible said that Moses went up to the top of the mountain. We need to understand today 
that uh, there's some mountains in our lives are not meant to be removed or not meant to to be uh, uh, spoken to 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 be removed out of our lives but some mountains that we come into come in contact with in our lives are meant to be climbed they're meant to climb over those and some mountains in our lives are meant to be conquered and some mountains in our lives are meant to be commanded to leave and to go away yes they are mountains in our lives that we can speak to and they are removed but they are some mountains that we come to in our lives that we have to conquer we have to climb we have to come up to the top of that mountain to 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 proceed all the way through life's circumstance in order to get to the top some mountains in our lives are are to not to be to be removed but they are to us to come and face them face to face so often in our lives there's things that we come in contact with that we'd want to get out of our lives yes I believe with all of my mind and all of my heart that there are things that we can come in contact in our lives and God can change the situation at a moment have you ever experienced that when you spoke a word over a situation and you knew without the shadow of a doubt that God intervened and God moved in your life and God stepped in to your life and God I believe there's there's mountains in our lives that we can command to go into the sea I believe that Mark chapter 11 and verse number 23 says for for verily I say unto you for whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass and he shall have whatsoever he saith and I want to tell you some mountains in your life you can look at them and they have to go and I believe there's some situations in your life that you can look at it and they can go there's some sicknesses in your life that you can pray and they have to go there's some things you face and I believe without a shadow of a doubt oh I believe there that you can just speak the word and it can all go away but there's times in our lives that we face those mountains those mountains that seem like walls have you ever faced a mountain that seemed like a wall oh you can't get nowhere oh you prayed prayers but nothing changed you faced this for so long and there's no difference uh, many times I pray prayers and there's no difference and there's no change in my life because we need to understand that some mountains are not able to be commanded into the seas oh, or to be conquered just just by spoken word that they would just go and put be put to flight oh but there's some, but those mountains in our lives that will seem like they won't move we as the church of the living God are called and have to climb them and hike over them to reach the other side and receive the benefits of the other side of the mountain oh there's power in the climb there's power in the climb Oh, many of us today have faced those mountains at those times, and we've, we've, we've tried to conquer over them, and 
Oh, but we must climb over those situations. We're going to have to climb. God has placed us in front of the situations, in front of the things. At many times, I tell you what, there is an access point in order to overcome those things. There is a way that we can overcome the things and the trials and the mountains in our lives. God will never put more on you than you're able to bear, as the saying goes. God will not allow you to be tempted above that which you are able with the same temptation will give you the way of escape how many has experienced the way of escape when the Lord stepped into your life and he gave you a way out how many received the way out I believe I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore oh but the Lord came in and he gave me a way out he gave me a way of deliverance he said you can get out and I believe if you're facing a mountain that's unmovable God has a plan and God has a way for you to get uh, up that's that mountain oh many of you that knows uh, knows me know that I like to to climb mountains I like to go hiking I like to to go out in the outdoors and see but there's times when you go and you look and you know where you want to go you see the top of the mountain but to, how can you get up there but if you stand and you look uh, there is a way to get to the top there is a foothold there is a, a way you can grab a rock you, there's a way you can there's an access point to the top of that mountain and I believe today that that mountain was designed to bring things into your life that otherwise wouldn't be there oh so many times I've faced mountains in my spiritual life that gave me the power and the the ability and the skill uh, to, to conquer over more things into my life. Oh, if you climb a mountain today and you and you climb that one, next time you go to that, next time you face that situation, you know exactly how to get on top of that. You know how exactly how to get a, uh, into that situation and conquer over that. Oh, many times we are faced with things oh, that are in our lives, obstacles that are in our lives that gives us the opportunity to learn how to climb. Oh, it gives us the opportunity to face those obstacles and learn we need to conquer over some things some things don't go away because they were designed for you to conquer some things don't go away with a prayer but they are designed for you to climb I tell you we as a church are designed to climb Oh, you may be facing a mountain. Oh, and that will not move. It's time for you to climb over that mountain. God gave you the skill and the ability to climb over the mountains in your life. And I believe that every one of us needs to understand when you face a mountain that does not move, it's time to climb. It's time to climb. Oh, many of us are faced with mountains. Maybe they're mountains of, of hardships. And maybe there's mountains uh, that we try to get rid of. Uh, oh, sometimes you can't pray away that hardship. You can't pray away all of those situations. You can't just get rid of that. You can't just speak the word. You can't speak the word that it will, will happen. Uh, sometimes it happens in a moment. We need to know today that uh, what kind of mountain we're facing. Uh, oh, sometimes they won't 
respond unless you get a hold of God. Some things that God will not move until you grab the horns of the altar and you get serious about God. I tell you what, there is a mountain that you're facing that will not move, but God has given us the opportunity to pray. God give us the opportunity to conquer over those mountains. Yes, it's a climb. Yes, it's a struggle. Oh, but we need to respond to properly to the mountains. There are some mountains we need to speak to, and there are some mountains we need to climb. Oh, the Scripture speaks of all of the challenges and obstacles, all that that is placed in our lives. They all are unique uh, to to the, to themselves. And I I may not be facing the same thing you're facing. I may not be going through the same thing you're going through sister but oh, I'll tell you what oh but many of those things they they uh, allow us to grow fellowship with God and have God walking with us hand in hand to do the things that God has us to do many times climbing the mountain requires a lot of work but at the end results it, it will, will come as a closer walk with God and we need to understand oh yes that mountain uh, needs to be conquered. Oh, and the, but the, that mountain has a purpose. I want to tell you, your situation has a purpose. What you're dealing with has a purpose. And I tell you what, and it's to get you closer to God. I tell you what, it's to get you closer to where you can do the things that God wants you to do. Uh, it's there to give you the power to go through that. And that's how God gives you the command. Just like He gave Moses, He said, Come up the mountain. And you know what Moses did? He got up and he went up the mountain. Yes, the power of God was there. Uh, and he, you know what? He, he couldn't say, come down here. He had to be willing to climb the mountain one step at a time. Oh, we need to understand we're going to have to get up to Sinai in order to receive what God has for us. Yes, the, the, the God was there, but there's a mountain you have to climb to get there. Oh, many of us sit and pout at the end or at the bottom of the mountain. Oh. If I could only be up to the top, if I could be just where the presence of God was, all I see is the, the mountain and all I, can, all I see is just a little bit. All I see is the pain and all I see is the struggle and all I see is what I'm dealing with. Oh, I can't see what is, what is happening on the top of the mountain. But the Lord is saying, it's time for you to climb up that mountain. I'm climbing up, climbing up Jesus on the rough side of the mountain. And I'm doing my best to make it in. How many heard that old song? Amen. Amen. I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. You know what? You may be climbing up the rough side of the mountain, but when you get to the top, the presence of God is there. When Moses got up to the top of Mount Sinai, the presence of the Lord was there, and that's where he received the Ten Commandments. Oh, but if he stayed on the side of that mountain, well, he would have never received what God has for him. I tell you today, you're facing a mountain until you're willing to climb that mountain 
You're not going to get any farther in God. Yes, your mountain may be hardship. Your mountain may be confusion. Your mountain may be false teachings. Your mountain may be all kinds of things that are like God. But climb that mountain and God will show you the mysteries in the Word of God. And God will give you the power of the Holy Ghost like you've never seen it before. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Mountain that he crossed, he walked up. Mountain that he climbed was almost 4,000 steps that leads up to the, it was 4,000 feet that leads up to the base of the summit. 47 or 7,498 feet at the peak. Oh, imagine that. Oh, I tell you what. You know, many times it's hard to, to make that step. That first step may be hard. And, and many times that second step may be even harder. Oh, but many of us today, like that we are climbing a mountain. Pilgrims in this world. Oh, as he climbed that mountain, you know, when he was walking, when he climbed that mountain, and we go up that, you know, to mountains, and we we, we know today that we got to be prepared. We got to have plenty of water when you go up to the mountain. You're gonna have to have something with you that's gonna have to to, to get to the top. Don't don't just water your word, brother. You got to take water. Take some water with you. You know, you climb in the mountain, you know you need water. Oh, you know what? Jesus said, I give you the, the living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, I tell you what, we're going to have to take the Lord with us to climb the mountain. We're going to have to have the water with us when we go to the top of the mountain. When you're, when you're going to be prepared to climb, you need to get everything together. You need to get all the tools together. You need to get the water of life and the breath of life. Life. You need to take the, to get the strength. Oh, because it's going to take time to get to the top. It's going to have to take. It's going to take a struggle to get to the top. You think about that. Every moment must have what it must have been like as Moses climbed the Mount Sinai. Oh, remember we have to take note of how old he was. Moses was eighty years old. Come on up this mountain. He said, you crazy? I'm old man. I'm old. Imagine how he is. You know, imagine if you, if an 80-year-old man, we was to take him down to Bria and say, come on, climb this, climb this mountain with us. They'd look at you like you're crazy. Moses, imagine how he felt. Oh, he's starting to get parched and every step he took. Oh, it was 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 rough and it was hard. You know what? There was no carved out stairs to take. There was no path. You, you imagine that if you're climbing up a mountain, there ain't no trails, there ain't no guidelines, there ain't no stairs. There was no no time, no no nothing to hold on to. Maybe maybe there was times when he was on his knees. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Climbing involves you to get on your hands and knees. 
You know what? Imagine him climbing that mountain. You get on your hands and knees. Because if you stand up, you fall backwards. When you're climbing the mountain, imagine how Moses was, 80 years old. And he's climbing up the side of that mountain. And he's hanging on for dear life. I know this is rough on an old man. Oh, but I got to get to the top. I know this is hard, and I don't know why he wants me to go up the top. Why can't he come down to me? Why can't he just come down here? Why can't I? You know, can't we just meet in the middle? And he said, no, you got to come to the top. Come on up to the top. And you know what, Moses? He came up to the top. And he was struggling. And he was sweating. And he was grabbing stuff. And he was, he was old. And he was, you know, and he was, I, I, I'm struggling. And I'm trying to get up. And, and he gets down on his hands and knees. Sometimes climbing life's mountains will drive you to your knees. Sometimes climbing life's mountains will get you down on your face before God. Sometimes when what God wants you to do and the things you're trying to conquer over will get you down to your lowest and you're trying with all your best to hang on because if you start to slip, you will fall down the mountain. Have you ever felt like you was going to fall? The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times and gets back up. Oh, and the Bible says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy, for when I fall, I shall arise. But imagine, picture with me for a moment, Moses, as he was trying to climb up the side of that mountain, hanging on for dear life. Oh, down on his hands and knees. There was no stairs. There was no handrails. There was no sky lifts. Has anybody ever been on a sky lift? Wee! You know, that makes it a lot easier. I remember when I first went to Natural Bridge and I, and I was a kid and I, I took the sky lift up and I was like, man, this is nice. You get up and not even a sweat. That was so much better. You know what? There wasn't no sky lift. There's nothing, there's no secret way. There's no, no, no shortcut to get to the top. You know, Moses, he didn't have that. He didn't have no elevator. He didn't have no easy way up. You know what? If you go to those trails and, and you look it up and say, you know, if you have a map and you say, easy, hard, it's like you know, green trail, yellow trail, red trail. We don't want no part of that climbing trail. You know, know the rocks. Take us the easy way. We want to go the easy way to the top. But I tell you what, there was no easy way to the top of Mount Sinai. He had to say, I'm old, I'm wrinkled, I'm, 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 I've, been, I've been having a rough time here, but I know i got to get to the presence of the Lord. The Lord wants me to go up higher. And I believe that in your life, in my life, and in this church, God wants us to go up higher. And when we go up higher, it's going to require us to go through the struggle and to go through the test and to climb the mountain and get on our knees and get full of the Holy Ghost and get full of the power of God that we've got to do whatever it takes. There's no easy way out. Oh, hey, there's no easy way to get through where you need to be in God. There's no shortcuts. To get what you need from God. Sometimes your mountain, you want it to go away, but sometimes God says, No, the, uh, the, like the saying says, the only way out is through. The only way to get to, through this mountain is just buckle up, baby, and we're going to the top. Uh, you know, put your gear on, get your shoes on, get your rope, whatever it takes. We're going to the top of the mountain. We're not just going over to the top of the mountain, but we're going to go over the mountain because on the other side of that mountain is our blessing on the other side of that mountain is our healing on the other side of that mountain it's where God can move and bless and touch such a beautiful view on the mountain mm. 
I like when I get to the top of the mountain, you know, over up in Colorado, you're up there and you can't hardly breathe because the, the air is so thin. Just imagine how Moses felt when he climbed to the top and oh, all the beauty may, may have been there, but none of that would compare to the Shekinah glory that came from the presence of God. Oh, none of the beauty that he may have seen on the top of Mount Sinai wouldn't even come close to be as great as God. Oh, you know what? It's beautiful when you see all the glory and all the things. Sometimes we look at our life and say, Man, I'm glad I got over it. I'm glad I got through that. I'm glad I got through all that. Oh, but, but, but above all of that is to know that you are with God and in His presence and you're receiving a special touch from God. You know what? Sometimes it's a press to get to where God wants you to be. Oh, but when we get there, nothing. Nothing else matters. It's just like a baby being born. How sweet to hold thy newborn baby. Feel the love and pride it gives. Oh, such a beautiful thing when we hold the baby. Oh, uh, we don't think about, the mother don't think about the pain and the birth. Oh, because he ha- she has the baby. You know, Moses, when he got to the top of the mountain, he didn't get up there and say, Well, God, I wish there was a easier way. I wish there was an easier way I could have got up here. What was you thinking? Don't you know I'm old? Don't you know, I, 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 you, know, I, you know, they get all kinds of excuses. So many people, they want to go to heaven, but they want to go an easier way. Oh, they want to go up a different way. You know, the Bible says if you try to come any other way, you're the same as a thief and a robber because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no, uh, no other way to come except through Him. There's no other way. He is the door to the sheepfold. He is the way in. And the only way to get to that mountain and get to the top of the mountain is to climb the path that God chose. Oh, the only way you can be able to be saved and born again is to go the path that God chose. You're going to have to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and your children to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words, he did testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Get through your mountain get up to the top and receive what God has for you no there's no easy way oh people say give me another way I don't like that way no you're going to have to come up where the way God showed you you're going to have to live the way God wants you to live I tell you what I want to live the way He wants me to live. I want to give until there's no more to give. I want to love, love till there's just no more love. 
I could never, ever out love the Lord. Let's all raise our hands. I believe the Lord is moving in this place. I believe the love of God is moving in this place. I believe today we want we, we have to conquer over the, that mountain in our lives. Mountains of doubt. Mountains of doubt. So many people around our world have, have doubt. So many people around our world has unbelief. Oh, I remember when I first came to the Lord. Uh, when I first received the Holy Ghost. I had so many mountains I had to conquer. Oh, I couldn't wish them away. Oh, I had to go through them. I had to pray my way through. You know what? I had some hardships. I had some struggle. I had some backslidden loved ones. I had some things I had to deal with. Just as a 16-year-old boy, yeah, there was a mountain I had to face. Oh, but God gave me the strength to, to conquer over it. Yes, I had to live in a life of, uh, of a family that didn't serve the Lord. But I believe that God put me in that place to show me that some mountains you can't pray away and you're going to have to conquer over. You're going to have to walk through. Some valleys you're going to have to walk through like Ezekiel did in the valley of dry bones. Can these bones live, Lord? Oh, Lord, you know. You know they, they can or not. You know what? Oh, but he said prophesy to those bones. Sometimes you're going to have to walk through the valley. Sometimes you're going to have to climb the mountain. Oh, sometimes that the situation don't leave. Oh, you're going to have to go through it. You're going to have to go through that. Sometimes you're going to have to face it. You're going to have to face it with prayer. There's no substitute for prayer. There's no substitution of God's economy of prayer. No. We are a nation that substitutes. Well, you know, them beanie weenies, Armor Hammer, whatever it is, Armor, whatever, I don't know, the, 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 the name brand, you know, probably not Armor and Hammer, but, you know, you can tell I don't go to save a lot, lot, but anyways, amen. You know, the name brand, oh man, that's $3. Oh, this one over here is $1.50. I'm going to get that one. Oh, you know what? We live in a substitute. Thing. You know, they, they, they substitute salt. Who would ever want to do that? Salt is, mm. Pucker my lips. You know, give, me the salt, give, give me the salt shaker. Put a little extra on there. If you've got high blood pressure, God bless you. I will pray for you that you'll be able to eat the salt too. The substitute for salt. The substitute for sugar. Right? The little pink bag. Put that in there. Stir it up. You know, aspartame, put it all in there and drink that Diet Pepsi. And oh, I tell you what, it's not as good, but it's all, it, it'll do. They substitute. There's substitution for butter. You know, can't believe it's not butter. Right? You ever had that, those substitute? I remember growing up, they was, mom, mama used to, we used to go through the cheese line. And, but, I was just saying that as a term. We don't say that no more. But uh, we used to get those commodities, and we get all that, and we get powdered milk. Has anybody ever drank powdered milk? 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, that'd be good if you were an infant. But I'll tell you what, it almost like formula. But you know what? That's substitution from milk. And many times they, they make all these substitutions and they, they substitute milk and they, and they substitute all kinds of things. They even, they even substitute teeth. I'm praying to get my substitutions eventually. I'm just joking. Hope I keep mine as long as I can, although they're crooked. I'll take crooked teeth. That's fine. There's substitutions for teeth. You know, I remember George Washington, he had wooden teeth. And all that was fine until till he, he started getting, uh, uh, you know, those bugs in his mouth. What was it? Termites, that's it. Termites. You know, he's had termites in your teeth. We don't want termites in our teeth. You know what? The substitutions. They substitute everything. Oh, they substitute hair. Hallelujah. You know, I've not got to that point yet. I, I've not admitted that I need substitution. But they substitute hair. Hair, weaves, hair, wigs, and and hair plants and all this stuff. And they add hair, take hair from the back and put it on there. Not your back, but the back of your neck, your head. No, not, not the hair on your back, Brother Dave. But you know what? They substitute all these things. And they, and they substitute for, for, for bad vision to give you contacts and glasses. They, they substitute for, 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 for a bad hearing. And they give you hearing aids. And they put all these things. Oh, but I'll tell you what. I want to promise you that the world wants to do substitutes. But there's no substitute for prayer. Oh, because there's things you're going to face that only comes through prayer and fasting. Matthew chapter 17. In verse number 20 says, How be it this kind goeth out, but, uh, or goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Matthew 17 and 21. Remember that, Brother Lee. Sometimes the things you face, that mountain that you face, will not go away without prayer and without fasting. Oh, many times you're going to have to pray your way through. Oh, because you know what? God, many times God will not accept your giving and your tithe as a substitute for prayer. Some people say, I don't have to pray. I don't have to do that. I, I, give, I give money to the church. And, and so often you knock on doors and say, I give money at, down at the First Baptist. You know, I, I'm, I'm there every Sunday. And they probably never been there. You know, they say, well, who's the pastor? Say, I forgot his name. I say, all right. You know, I, I, you know. What time do they have service? I don't know. But they go there. So often they, they say that. They, they use their, their, their contributions and, and they use their, 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 their uh, 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 church attendance as a substitution for prayer. Oh, and, they, and, and they use their uh, uh, just showing some people uh, uh, sympathy uh, instead of showing prayer. Well, well, you know, well you know, God bless you. And they're just like, show a little sympathy, poor thing, you know. Uh, uh, good wishes, you know. I'm, I hope you're okay, you know. Oh, no, it takes... Uh, a prayer to get through the top of the mountain. It takes a prayer to get a hold of God. Oh, what would happen if Moses had missed God? What would have happened if Moses didn't climb to the top? Oh, what would happen if our church stopped praying? What would happen if we would stop fasting? What would happen if we stopped seeking the face of God? We have to make sure we're willing to climb the mountain. There's no substitute for it. Some things in life, 
we have in order to to receive the change we have to pray sometimes I've asked people go through things I say you know have you prayed about it I said no that's why I was coming to you so you'd pray for me sometimes you got to pray for yourself a lot most all the times pray climb that mountain there's no shortcut to prayer Besides, there was no shortcut to the top of Mount Sinai for, for Moses to get to the presence of God. There's no shortcut. To, uh, you, you, can't be, you can't shake the preacher's hand. You can't, uh, you can't just uh, uh, go through the line and just get a quick fix. Oh, many times, it's, it, this mountain is going to, to take some prayer. And it's going to take some fasting. It's going to take uh, you, 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 to, to get a hold of God and get underneath the burden and pray until something happens. Happens. Sometimes prayer is easy, uh, but more oftentimes prayer is hard. It takes discipline. It takes discipline to pray. Has anybody ever had to say, I, you know, I'm going to have to make myself pray. I'm going to have to discipline myself. I'm praying. I'm reading the Bible. I'm going, your flesh says, no, you're not. And you say, yes, I am. You have to discipline yourself to pray. You have to discipline yourself to go to church. Climb the mountain. Go to church. Your flesh says, you ain't going today. No, not today. You're not going. You look at that baby and say, you're going. You discipline yourself. Say, I'm praying. I'm going to church. I'm doing what God wants me to do. When your flesh says no, you need to speak back and say, Yes, I am. Uh, sometimes uh, you, you're going to have to climb that mountain. You're going to have to pray. Yes, it may be a challenge, but my goal is to just to, to just keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on pressing. Keep on going. Sometimes you're tired, and but you keep on going. Sometimes you want to quit, but you keep on going. Sometimes you feel like you don't you don't feel like coming to church but you say I'm gonna make it even if I have to even if I have to wheelchair me in take me in on a stretcher I'm gonna be at the house of God you need to make up your mind at the bottom of the mountain that there's nothing gonna stop me from getting to the top let's clap our hands continue to clap our hands to the Lord yes we've got to make it we got to understand that what we're doing is not in vain. Hebrews 11 and verse number 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Have you ever noticed that word, diligent? Diligently? Diligently seek Him? Diligently seek Him? It takes a diligent prayer. Diligently. We can study in James chapter number 5, verse number 16. It says, If you confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be, be healed. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man availeth much. The word, uh, the Greek word translated fervent is ergo. From which we get the word energy. For prayer to work 
It needs energy behind it. It takes more than just a, a you know, oh, Lord Jesus, prayers. You know, sometimes you just got to get a hold of the horns of the altar and just cry out to God and say, God, I need you. Lord Jesus, come and heal my family. Come and move. Come and take me through this circumstance. Come and help me through my trouble and pray. And you just put a little bit of energy behind it. Sometimes you talk to somebody and you know, and it's all good, you know. And sometimes you talk to somebody and they, and they don't really hear what you're saying. Has anybody ever had to raise their voice when talking to somebody? Especially your kids, right? I know Brother Sturgill, he's like, yeah, I've raised my voice at people before. <sighs> sometimes I can talk to Brother Dave until, until I'm blue in the face. And I have. Oh, but there comes that moment when I got to put a little bit more energy in it. And you got to get a little bit more serious about it. And you got to speak, you can even speak the same thing. But if you speak it with a different volume and you speak it with a different energy and different passion, I tell you what, it ends up with a different results. Sometimes you need to get your motor going and you need to put a little energy with it. And you need to pray with all your heart and all your might. And you need to pray very fervently and diligently. And when you do that, it gives you the power to conquer over the mountain in your life sometimes you got to get a little bit more serious with God you know what if you get serious with God he'll get serious with you and we're going to have to get serious enough that we're going to put every effort to get through that and you say you're tired you can't get through you need to speak to yourself and speak to that mountain and speak to the Lord in prayer and say I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord I was glad when they said unto me let us go in the house of the Lord oh David said I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and I tell you what he got in his mind that he was going to do the things that God wanted him to do when it's time for you to pray you need to pray with everything you've got very fervently There's no shortcuts. There's no short changing, short changing prayer. You can't just expect God to give a good blessing and you only put in. It's like I was, I think it was Wednesday, I was preaching and teaching. I was like, you can't expect to get a hundred dollar blessing with a ten cent prayer. If you want to get God's attention to your life, you've got to put, put it in. You can't just expect to just pray uh, just a, a little wimpy prayer and God show up in the mighty, mighty wind. I remember when I was seeking the Holy Ghost, I, I sought very fervently. When I was seeking the truth of the oneness of God and baptism in Jesus' name, I sought very fervently. God, I've got to understand. Uh, Lord, show me. Lord, reveal to me the things I need to know. And God starts opening your understanding. And God starts revealing things to you. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. I tell you, God starts revealing things and showing you the mysteries and unveiling the mystery of God. And it's for, for God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, have 
preaching the Gentiles, receiving the glory of seeing of angels. I tell you what, Jesus oh, requires us not to, to not to just give a half short change prayer, but through prayer and our difficulties. And many times prayer is difficult. Oh, we don't need to give God a short prayer when times get tough, but that's when we need to get more serious. That's when we need to get more fervent. The mountain that we have to climb. The mountains we have to climb will result in great reward. It's a great reward when you receive when you get to the top of a mountain. I always want to climb, actually climb a fourteen thousand foot mountain, a fourteener as they would say it. I, I drove to the top of, of Pikes Peak, over fourteen thousand feet above sea level, but I want to climb it. I want to go up it, all the way to the top. And what a reward that would be when you got to the top knowing that you went all the way to the top. What a reward that will be when your, when your, your prayers get answered. What a reward that will be if you see your loved ones being saved or born again. What a reward it will be. Oh, that we can we can fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. What a reward is it going to be when we get to the other side. Oh, I tell you what. Psalm chapter number 126 and verse number 6 says, He that goeth forth and weeping beareth precious seed shall doubtlessly come again rejoicing, bringing his sheep. We always sung that song growing up. Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. Glory, hallelujah, bringing in the sheaves. You remember that old song? We used to have, uh, now it's uh, our, our uh, um, missionaries used to be uh, 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 sheaves for Christ. Now it's moved the mission. It used to years ago was sheaves for Christ, but then nowadays always say sheaves for Christ. What in the world is a sheave? You know what? That's souls. That's that's winning uh, the the harvest. The ones that's coming with them. It, it, if you go forth weeping, bearing much seed, you're going to come rejoicing, bringing the harvest, bringing the reward, bringing the very thing that you've been praying for. We must climb. That mountain. Let's all stand as I'm closing. Some of these mountains in our lives will never be defeated until we pray. Until we really pray. I remember growing up, all night prayer meetings. We'd show up to church and pray. We pray. We'd have prayer in the house. I remember growing up, sister and mom. We'd have prayer at the house. Pray. I was I was so little I don't really remember a lot of that, but I do remember all the praying and the Lord moving. People get the Holy Ghost in our house. I remember there's a guy that said he got the Holy Ghost underneath our kitchen table. Miracles. 
signs and wonders happen when we pray, when we get a hold of God. That mountain will not go away through our own ability, but only through prayer. And God provides the help. You ever say, I feel my helper coming, right? The God will come and help you. God will come and help you and provide you the power to help. If you're struggling today and your mountain seems so high, this is too much for me to handle. Get ready. All you got to do is climb one step at a time. Moses, it's too high. You're too old. Don't go to the top. Oh, but the Lord's there. God's will's there. God's purpose is at the top. God wants to give you strength. His Spirit will help you. His Spirit will guide you and lead you into all truth and righteousness here in this place. How many's made your mind up they're going to climb the mountain? When mountains don't move, you climb the mountain. Don't just stand there and whine and say, pray, Lord, this, is, you know, this mountain's got to move. I'll move, move. I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus, and it won't go nowhere. Get a hold of God and climb that mountain. No matter what, get to the top of that mountain. Whatever it is in your life, get to the top of the mountain. You may be suffering with depression, climb the mountain. You may be suffering with anxiety, climb the mountain. You may be suffering with, with all kinds of pressures from the enemy and you can't seem to get, get them removed out of your life and it just won't go nowhere. Climb the mountain. Climb the mountain. Let's raise our hands and pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here today in this service. I pray today, God, Lord Jesus, that we would make up our mind, Lord God, that we would, we would get a hold of you. That we let the water of the Spirit, God, purify us, washed by the water of the Word. God, I pray today, Jesus, God, that we will take that step. Although it may be unpaved, it may be uncertain, it may not be beaten down, it may be unfamiliar, it may take hours and weeks and months to get the answer, but God, I want to pray until, it, until the mountain is conquered over in my life. Oh God, I want to climb that mountain and do the very thing you want me to do. God in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's find us a place.